Welcome to the Jody Seely Podcast Show, where we share real life, real laughs, and real stories, all in the form of my favorite thing, real conversations. Okay, this week's topic is a little bit heavier than ones we've had on the past show, and this week we're going to talk about suicide. Please don't change to another podcast if you're surfing and thinking this this is going to be one of those shows because I, I hope it's not for you because we are going to learn about Brad Martin and his life and his life following his brother taking his own life. And there are some crazy statistics that wrap around the word suicide. I read last week that every 40 seconds someone dies by suicide in our world. And it's a word that makes you feel uncomfortable It's a word that for some, you can't even fathom. It's a possibility. And for others, when you hear that word, you immediately think of somebody in your life or someone who touched your life, who took their life by suicide. It's a scary word. It's an uncomfortable word. But I feel on my heart that we need to have a conversation about this week. And I don't know if you feel the same way or not when I first bring this up to you as you clicked onto this show. But in my personal life, I had a friend of a friend who was talking about suicide a couple months ago. I connected with an old friend I hadn't heard from in a long time and found out that they were in a really dark place. And this is where they were about to go to and then chose not to. And I had a childhood friend take his own life recently as well. And it's just really on my heart. And so I wanted to to talk about it and, and share it. And then I saw this video on Twitter and that's where I got connected with Brad Martin. And we're going to talk about that next. And I hope you will stick with us for the next 20 minutes to hear Brad's story. He does sales at Real Agriculture and Real Ag Radio. He's a dad, he's a husband, and recently has become, I don't know, I don't know if I could call you a Twitter sensation, Brad, but you've You've shared a really personal story that is getting what I call retweeted around, and that's how I kind of came across your name, Brad. So thank you for for joining us and taking some time to hang out with us on the show today. Well, thanks for reaching out to me, uh, Jody, and uh, I appreciate it. And any opportunity I can have to uh, raise awareness to suicide and mental awareness, and I'm very passionate about agriculture, uh, I take that opportunity. Now, you partnered up with the Do More Ag Foundation. That's how the video sort of came about to get into circulation in the first place. Is that right? You know, I know some people that were the founders of the Do More Ag Foundation, and I wouldn't say I partnered up with them, but I feel very strongly about their foundation. And when I told my stories over the years about my brother, people that listened to me, some friends, some colleagues had said, you know, more, me, more people need to hear that. You know, Brad, you put it in a way that really is moving, but really, you know, you could help people by what you're saying. And so, you know, recently the Bell Let's Talk day was on, and, you know, they do a great job of that. You know, the Do More Egg Foundation, it, like I said, I, is, I, I, completely, I completely agree with this foundation. It's a well-needed thing that we've needed for a long time. And so... I decided I'm going to do a video, and I'll let them know I'm doing it. And they were very supportive, and they said, you know, for sure, Brad, please tag us. Uh, that's great. We hope it helps you. 
and helps others. And so that's how it came about. But the story itself that you, I want to say bravely put out there, because I think people, people have a fear, I think people have a hesitation, and it's not easy to talk about the topic of suicide. And a lot of people, when it's something you don't know about, it's scary to talk about something you don't know. If you are like yourself, where you are a survivor of someone who died by suicide, it, there becomes some weird stigma wrapped around it, I guess, for lack of a better term, Brad. But you opened up and shared your story. And I'd love you to take a moment right now and, and tell us about your brother. I always like talking about my brother. So my brother and I had a, 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 the closest relationship any brothers could have. We, uh, we looked alike, we uh, had the same sense of humor, and we even shared the same birthday. He was three years older. My brother and I grew up on the farm. So yeah, so he had, he had started farming with my dad and bought his own farm, and he was raising a family, and un- unbeknownst to any of us, and I talked to my brother every day, my brother was that person in your life that that one person you call when anything good happens, that one person that you call when anything bad happens. And I had no idea that he was suffering and that he had these stresses that he was worried about. And then, uh, you know, almost 13 years ago, he, uh, he committed suicide. And as I say in the video, you know, his kids were... He had a boy and a girl, seven and nine years old, and he uh, said goodbye to them one morning. They got on the bus to go to school. He went to his shop and got a gun, went to the uh, creek that uh, was right by his farmyard, and, uh, and killed himself, committed suicide. And the pieces that... It was devastating to our family. Our family was never the same from that moment on. It is one of the reasons I wanted to make the video was to let people know that suicide isn't a bad word. I'm not ashamed my brother committed suicide. And there's a stigma, like you said, out there. And my hope is by speaking out, I can... We can start using that word and we can say suicide and, and take and kind of de destigmatize it. You know, it helped me. It was therapeutic for me to, to share the story and to make the video. Or, and, but at the same time, I had no idea the impact it was going to have with people. And I thought to myself, if just one person, if this helps just one person, if one person reaches out to me, if one person reaches out to someone else that's suffering, or even if it will help suicide survivors, families, because we're left to pick the pieces up after someone does commit suicide. And I just want the suicide survivors to know and that you're not alone and that don't be ashamed. It's not your fault. Uh, you know, just talk about it, talk about it freely, and maybe you can help someone else from going through the same thing that you've had to endure. And it's been, like I said, the, the response has been overwhelming. I was running an errand yesterday, and a woman stopped me on the street. She actually turned her car around, got out, and when I came out from running my errand, she came up to me and 
She said, I recognize you from the mental awareness video you posted a couple days ago. And I said, yeah. And she said, I just had to stop and say thank you. She said, um, I forwarded it to specifically my uncle, but all my family members. And I want to tell you that uh, it's opened a line of communication and a healing process that our family should have had decades ago. And she started crying, and she said, I never really realized it until that moment, but I, I got emotional, and she was emotional, and she gave me a hug, and she said, please keep what, doing what you're doing. She said, you are keeping your brother's memory alive and helping so many people. And that really was that, that was like, I, I never thought of the impact of the video would have. And if my brother's senseless act of committing suicide can have meaning almost 13 years later, and I can help other people by giving my brother's life meaning, I'm all for that. And so I was happy you reached out to me to uh, talk about this today. Well, and I think too, it, it really in the world, it doesn't matter the topic. You know, suicide is a harder one to discuss, but the more you talk about something, the more people realize how many people maybe are in that space or are having those thoughts or have had someone in their life or who have touched their life who maybe chose to go that route and you realize more of this is going on than we think. And by not talking about it, it it's just such a disservice. It is. And especially with, especially with the direct contact we're able to have nowadays at our fingertips with the different social media channels out there, like it's, it's too bad that more people aren't talking about it. It's too bad that there's not more messages out there of people to help that there's, you know, you do see phone numbers and whatnot, but there's a lot of people out there. They don't have to suffer alone. And, you know, I encourage someone, if you see a family member that maybe you think's having problems or, uh, is showing different signs of behavior that's not their normalcy. Have a conversation with them. See if they need help. Even if they don't want to talk to you, try and try and get them to talk to somebody. Like, like I said in my video, I'm I'm available. People, people. The messages I got from the private messages I got from farmers. You know, one said about my video. He he was a farmer and he's. He just thanked me for for doing the video, and, and he never really thought of what it was like for a family that was left behind, but he said, you know, it's been a few tough years on our farm, and my family has really no idea of the situation our farm's in, and he said, I saw your video, and I just want to say thank you, and I, I just responded, and I said, here's my number. If you're comfortable talking to me, I can listen. I can try and give you any advice, but it's just, it's, it's been, it's been really overwhelming for me that I was able to touch so many people by just simply telling a story that I've been telling to, you know, friends and people I meet, uh, 
for a few years now. Now, what what would you say to say if there's somebody who's listening to this who knows of a family who has gone through this recently, or maybe it's years ago and they they never had an opportunity to say anything. Being the if you think back, if possible, to the time when you went through it, Brad. What does somebody say, do, help someone who's who's going through that? If there's a family in in your community that's going through this, what, how do you support them through this time? To support, like, for a family that's going through it that, that our family had to go through, there's various steps. There's steps of there's various steps of the mourning process, especially when it comes to a suicide. There's there's denial. There's uh, you're angry. There's the questions of to why. That's all going to go through, and it's very natural. But my my advice to them is, you know, talk reach out to close people. There's always a lot of people around the day of the funeral, and then they say, you know, please call me, but then you never really hear from people again. Mm-hmm. And if I can give them any, any advice is they can reach out to me to talk. Reach out to, the, you know, reach out to a foundation, but don't be ashamed to use the word suicide. Don't be ashamed. Even my family, when we wrote my brother's obituary, we never said that he committed suicide. And because of that stigma with the word, and it wasn't mentioned in the in the funeral, it wasn't. And my mother, to this day, God rest her soul, she always denied she she denied it and said, "Oh, it was an accident." And she just that's how she she rationalized it in her head. And but if I could give any advice to families, is is it's not your fault. Um, don't be ashamed. Suicide is not a bad word. You will get better. It will get better. Speak. Don't be scared to speak about your loved one that committed suicide um, almost 13 years later. I look, like I said, I look like my brother, and some people still will call me by my brother's name. They'll say, oh, hello, Rick, and they'll catch themselves, and they'll they'll just feel awful about it. And I put my arm on their shoulder usually and I say, it's fine. I'm flattered to hear his name. I'm, I'm flattered you're still, he's in your mind. But I, like I said, if, if you're dealing with this and your family, don't just seek help, contact me, I can talk to you, but you're not alone and don't, it, we don't have to whisper the word suicide. Don't be upset about it. Uh, if someone, you know, someone can be very blunt and they come up to you and say, oh, I'm sorry to hear your loved one committed suicide. Um, you know, if you try not to be angry. Of course, you'll be angry inside, but, but there, there is, it will get better. It will get better and there is help out there. And then I think for anybody outside of that family, treat it the same way you would any death in the family, right? Like make them a meal if they need a meal, do whatever, treat it exactly the same way. Yeah, treat it the same way. Uh, Support the family, be there for the family. Treat it as if their their parent died of old age. Like, yeah, treat it exactly the same and just be there. Don't, you don't, don't act any differently. Don't just be there for support. But if I can give friends or family, like outside of the immediate family, any advice is after the funeral and 
life somewhat gets back to normal, look in on that family once in a while and don't be scared to talk about happy memories of the person that committed suicide because it will hurt at first, but it will make the survivors of the suicide feel good to hear the happy memories of the person that is gone. Well, I appreciate you so much being open and candid to speak about something. And I think like you and I have both discussed through this conversation is just the more we can talk about it, the more we use the word suicide, the more we make it everyday conversation. I think the more, the more people we can hopefully help at the end of the day. Absolutely. If we, if, if it, if by still speaking, by speaking it often and not being ashamed of it and just by, by shows like yours and the podcasts like yours and if we can help and get the word out, that's fantastic. And before I let you go, Brad, I'm going to put you on the spot with this question a little bit, but what's one of your favorite memories of Rick? One of my favorite memories of Rick, geez, that's a great question. Um, one of my favorite memories of Rick is that we could sit in a room together and finish each other's sentences and we could communicate without communicating and know exactly what the other one was thinking. And that's my favorite memory. And I, that's probably that and his sense of humor. He had a, he had a knack for one-liners. He, I, I'm, I'm kind of the more outgoing, and, and he was the quiet, quieter type. But he had a knack for one-liners that was amazing and would, would, would make everyone laugh. And it still does to this day. That's awesome. Well, thank you again, Brad, for chatting with us and uh, all the best with you know, keeping Rick's memory alive and, and continuing to, to share the message of, of not to be ashamed of suicide. Uh, no problem. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you again, Brad Martin. Suicide. It's real. It's serious. It's happening in our world. And we have people in really dark places. There is support, there are resources, and there are help. If you are struggling or know someone who is, please reach out to someone in your area. And sometimes all it takes is somebody needing somebody to connect with. And I hope that you will share this podcast on your social media and with people that you know so that we can continue to move this conversation forward. Thank you for listening to the Jody Seely Podcast Show. 